Hello, this is Audio Art Hole 13 from a location in Andalusia on the coast. I'm in the room with Olive, my granddaughter, who's playing shop with um, shampoos and toothpastes. She isn't a great fan of Art Hole or Audio Art Hole. Her mother said when I said I was going to record the latest, the now, I can't wait. And Olive, who's six, said, I can wait. Anyway, she happens to be here while I'm recording it, so the rather nice background sounds of uh, shopkeeping are provided by her. It's interesting about being a grandmother, I'm quite open and um, happy to declare it. I was thinking about this, all this hoo-ha about mothering and how, you know, once upon a time it was actually quite a, you know, a, a silent situation, especially if you wanted to go into certain worlds. Snapping sort of trumpeted is a, you know, a must, that wonderful English term for something you should do. A rain bonnet is a must. Well, anyway, I'm thinking of a lot of things. I came down through Spain in a, a very strange, sad mood after the killing in Nice on Bastille Day. And it went really trident and surprisingly had been voted for. I thought, well, not going to be much help against a lorry or whatever. Anyway, I found myself thinking about medieval belief in the Christian church and all that killing that took place in the name of peace and love. You know, incredibly good idea, forgiveness, love, redemption, loving the poor, loving children, loving lepers. I love Jesus for all that, but Jesus, what's been done in the name of. And strange being in the land of the very ancient Moors and all the traces of this extraordinary civilization and uh, coming through the landscape many fortresses. Anyway, coming to Madrid to see a Bosch exhibition reminded me of the first time I went to the Prado and asked for, you know, Bosch, Dundas, Bosch, come on, um, Pinturas, Las Pinturas de, de, de Bosch, no sé, no entiendo. Um, so I did a little drawing, you know, something in a helmet with a beak, some opened mouth creature devouring another, a head on legs. Ah, sí, el bosco, claro. And um, in that way I literally drew my way, was drawn to El Bosco, the name that Spanish give to Bosch. And they kept the drawing, so it might be somewhere in the Prado. Maybe it happens to a lot of tourists asking for Bosch. 
Anyway, it was an extraordinary exhibition, and I was very struck by looking at the at the paintings up close and seeing how extremely devilish faces were painted with so few brush strokes, so few actual marks, two dots and a line. In one case, was a you know a devil, a terrifying little devilish face. Obviously, other creatures are, are filled in with far, far more densely packed, tiny strokes. It is rather amazing, especially being in a cluster of, you know, many different foreigners, all saying, I mean, some of the languages I understood, but not very many, but you can hear them. Pretty well, everyone going, oh, what an imagination. Oh, where did that come from? It's quite interesting seeing, well, not quite interesting, it's extraordinary seeing the sights of hell. And of course, they're very, very intriguing. But they seem rather close to an apocalyptic present, and I don't want to articulate that in any, in any glib way. I think there's so few jokes that work, but one I heard that I really liked, and I don't know the comedian, I don't even know if I said it last week, was the um, riposte to the strange response to Black Lives Matter, the strange response in my case being All Lives Matter, and the comedian, whose name I don't know, must find out, said... To say all lives matter is, the, is rather like showing up to a funeral and announcing it's your birthday. I thought that was very good. But strange in terms of memory, being back in Madrid, I was there as a very young woman and I was you know, extremely aware of different things I'd done and different people I'd known. Um, I met up with somebody I hadn't met, well, actually for 20 years and he didn't recognise me. And he didn't actually remember the great bonding story between us. And I considered memory. I thought about how memory works. Well, and how very little, you know, is, is known about actual memory. And yet how many of these so-called memories inform and actually can plague us and us. Who am I speaking on behalf of? All holidaymakers. No, myself as a holidaymaker, I often find myself plagued by memories. I have to let them go. As my acidic aunt once said about memories, the best thing to do with memories, Marcia, is forget them. Anyway, I, I was thinking of the patient whose name I'd actually forgotten, known as H.M., who lived in a a sort of a permanent present tense because of an operation on his brain in the 50s to, I think, alleviate epilepsy. But he came to mind in the Prado looking at the extraordinary painting by Bosch, of remo removing the stone of madness 
Abbey. It's a, it's a famous painting where a character is slumped on a on a sort of on a stool and is having an operation that looks something like a trapan being performed on his head. But the idea of removing the stone of madness was very compelling. Anyway, the um, I looked up the patient known as HM. He was actually called Henry Gustav Molleson, and he had a memory of only I think a few seconds. It was it was quite strange to think of this short-term memory being of a length often um, attributed to the goldfish. Of course, my father told me that that was a total lie that Americans had made up to sell the unfortunate little carp to swim round and round in very small spherical ball-shaped bowls. Anyway, yes, memory. There are a lot of memories and um, now trying to get get lost from them, losing losing my mind a bit, or the mind that, that, that plagues, because that is the work of the, the holiday, to be in, in the present. But having thought of the present, the present, which is a present, a gift, is also quite a privilege if it isn't all you have, like the patient known as H.M., because the memories, even if they're forgotten or troubling, you know, are what, I guess, one uses to think and certainly to consider ideas. Reading an article on how Franco's Directorate of Popular Culture banned so many pop songs, I thought of Imagine. The author wrote this rather interesting article in The Guardian, 18th of July, called Stephen Bergen, seemed surprised that Imagine would fall foul of the senses in quite such a drastic way, but how radical to say Imagine no religion above a only sky or whatever. I've gone well over time, and um, so I'll say bye for now and uh, continue the uh, task of chilling. <laughs>